The Brighter Side is brought to you by Audible.com. Go to audibletrial.com slash brighter side for your free trial. want to say that after all this time we've been together thinking about you and mm-hmm. I don't like you anymore you know what I don't like you either oh that's such a relief thank god we both oh. hate each other oh my god thank you oh man I was so worried that you know you were actually going to say you did like me no no you fucked your done, sleep I've done everything I could do to make you hate me and I'm so happy that it, it you know what I was do, trying to do actually worked it worked it worked you called my mother called her a cunt when you told my dad that I knew my mom was cheating on him woof yeah that was a good one right man that fucked with me that was a good that one. was a horrible thing oh uh, so we should uh break up yeah, 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 yeah. I'll tell you what. Let's not even choose who takes the house. Let's just burn it down. I love it. Thank you. With the kids inside, right? I mean, at least, you know, the weakest of them, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. He'll fight his way out. <laughs> Can I still date both of you, though, please? Because I like you, too. All right. I got her on Saturdays. You got her on Sundays. The rest of the week, you're on your own. Oh, thank God, because I need my alone time. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody. This is The Brighter Side, and today we are talking about the wonderful uh, breakups. Breakups. Get out of my house, bitch. We ain't together no more. Fuck you. Fuck your life. We done. Trash. No more of this, bitch. I'm going to fucking put you on the curb and they're going to pick you up and you're going to go to the heap that you belong in. I like you, but you don't like me. (laughs) (laughs) This is our first uh, 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 suggestion from our listeners. Our first listener suggestion episode and uh you know it was uh it was we did some soul searching uh cena john also uh you don't hear him because he is not in today and he sent us some uh how he feels about his breakups and our first reaction was like how do you do the breakup episode how do you talk about it I'm like oh we'll call up our exes and we'll skype with them Ugh. and they all said no <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i called i i hit up my two exes and one of them had a second child this week that I was not aware of, and then and then the, and then the other one, uh, his father died the day before, and so they're busy. So <laughs> wow, how does that make you feel when like one of your exes moved on, like whether like having kids or just getting married or like taking a vacation around the world with someone new? Like, what is the emotions that stir in your body? Oh, nothing hurts more than that. That's the hardest part. When they're doing well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they move on immediately, I remember my big breakup. My ex uh, was uh, started seeing him. I think like a week or two before we we broke up, mm. and then uh, you know, and then so it was uh, that was you know crazy for me. It was just like it's like oh you know okay we broke up for a little bit you know it'll work out you know I figured oh this is the break we'll take and then it's like no 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 she's already set up with she ended up married up it was just like yeah she's like oh I'm gonna, she just pulled the old switcheroo. God yeah one of my ex boyfriends he was from like Connecticut or somewhere very wealthy and he liked to date girls that were like on the opposite side of the track. You know, wrong side of the train track, kind of weird girls. Yeah. And uh, he broke up with me. I was fucking devastated. 
you were the opposite side of the train track, girl. I was, yeah. <laughs> and then I went on his fucking Facebook page. You should don't ever go on their Facebook page. Just oh, yeah. block I, them. I did that. Block, stay friends, block. I don't see shit. That's why I didn't even know about the kid. Yeah. I don't see anything that happens, you know, but we're friends, you know, so if I want to contact, I can, but. Yeah, no, but this guy was just immediately dating like a blonde show pony woman. <laughs> but sometimes it really works out in your own favor, though, I have yeah. to say. Thank God yeah, we absolutely. left because he would say things like, artists are cruel and not smart. Well, no, at the end of the day, you know, like I fought for it and I was, you know, insane to get her back. But, you know, truth is, you know, my life is much better without her. Absolutely. You know, it is just like, you know, if it was a, you know, I wouldn't definitely wouldn't be doing shows. I probably wouldn't be a comedian. Lord knows where I'd be in my life. Yeah. You know, if that never, if that didn't happen, he's like, you just kind of have those realizations and, you know, you usually you're like, this is exactly why it's not happening anymore. And that's why it's okay. But Jackie, we have you here because you have one of the few breakup success stories I think I've ever heard. I do. I have a very successful story. I mean, it was also preceded by many very bad stories as yes. well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do no. have to say. You went on quite a tear. I went on quite a tear during my uh You broke up with your boyfriend now and yes. then and then you guys and then you went on Tinder for a little bit or It was okay Cupid. Okay. Tinder wasn't around at the time. Okay Cupid and you you fucking you went around had a horrible time with, you know, Lord knows who. And then you guys got back together and you're still together to this day. Yeah, it was one of those things when you get together really young with somebody. And uh, it was it, I, I was saying before this podcast that I had only ever been broken up with until this guy, until Doug. Everybody knows fucking Doug that listens to CCR. <laughs> I mean, we had been together for four years. We had moved to New York together. We had gotten through college. We did the whole thing and uh, or the end of college together. And we mutually decided to break up. I, I said. Yeah. I need to go. I need to go sow some oats. I, what I was why? You're Be- young. You need to get the. You need to get the pussy out. It's like it, to be honest. We hadn't had sex in three months. Yeah. It was one of those where he didn't know what he was doing with his life. I wasn't sure what I was doing with my life. Why don't we just separate? Why don't we just go find what we need to do? And we were separated for nine months. I fucked with wild abandoned. I mean, at least I don't know. I'm going to say 30 to 40 men in about an eight or nine month span of time. And the entire time he waited for me and just all he wanted to do was win me back. And what I didn't know at the time was he was talking to my mother. He was talking to my sister. And sometimes when you go out and you see the shit of the world and you get hit and you and you have someone crying while they're inside of you because they believe in aliens and you just done a bunch of blow or you have somebody that's like watching House of a Thousand Corpses and only comes when like women are getting raped or beaten you know it's like those kind of things that you see and then you realize oh my god I did love this man all along yeah and and him leaving me he left me alone for six months didn't talk to me and you know what sometimes it fucking works yeah yeah but the that's why it's like I'm so glad to be here today to bring up the positive side of a breakup that we took it inch by inch getting back together. Yeah, it now was you've not been a back job. together for what, like four years now? Yeah, about four or five years. Because this is all going on right when Roundtable started. 
That's and when you, you were an animal. You can go back hear, and listen. You can listen <laughs> to the old roundtable episodes of how maniac I fucking was because I went mad. I was insane. Yeah. And and someone sometimes you find someone that is so wonderful and just believes in your spirit so much. And it has worked. Mm-hmm. It's great. Not to say it's not a struggle, but it is. Yeah. Yeah. After a breakup, that's when I started smoking menthol cigarettes and just drinking gin out of the bottle. Like, oh yeah. I oh, I mean, it. right after the breakup, you got to go nuts. You know, right Have after my break, I had a bunch of money saved because I was like, kind of like, you know, we were. I was. I was trying to play. I was definitely going to ask her to marry me. And then we were. You know, I was. I had a bunch of money saved up for the ring, and then. And then, you know, she just broke it off. And instead of, like, being a normal human being and trying to work it out, I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. We're supposed to break up. If I want to be a comedian, I can't, like, have a girlfriend. I can't work this out. And so I was just like, so I just went on a tear. You know, I just spent money on, like, fucking concert tickets and booze and weed. Ed and I were living together at the time. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I I lived by myself for a month and a half before. I remember, yeah. yeah, I remember I just quit my job. I fucking- <laughs> you went off the fucking rails, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but at that point, when you were about to propose to someone and that kind of shit goes down, yeah, yeah. man, you fucking lose your goddamn mind. Yeah. yeah. And it's understandable. You see, it's like, you see, like, I feel like it's something that it's commonly talked about. When someone goes through a breakup, you give a good friend. About a week or two to lament, talk about her, talk about her or him over and over and over and over again. And then it's done. Then you don't talk about them anymore and you just have to fucking get over it. Yeah. yeah. I was calling my mom almost every day, every other day. And after about a week or two, she she legit said, Amber, uh, you could either think about this breakup and that's going to be you for the rest of your life. Or you can just forget about it. And then I hung up the phone and I like forgot about it. And it was like, oh, wait. Lifted off my shoulders because you could just forget about it anytime you want. See, I had the opposite in my weird, like the intense breakup. Um, my mom flew to New York because I was having a complete and utter mental breakdown. She was like, You need to get your life back on track. Yeah. You are really fucking up right now. But at the time, I didn't know that Doug was talking to her the entire time. But I yeah. was just like, what are you talking about? What are you fucking talking about, Mom? It's just like gaunt. <laughs> and obviously, I've been drinking for like four months straight. <laughs> oh, my God. You were such an animal. You animal. showed up an hour late everywhere you went because you were hammered. Hammered or fucking someone in a bathroom. Uh, one of the two. Man. But you guys brought up Facebook earlier. I did have a good breakup of a guy that I dated in college that was this hot guy and he wrote music and he wrote poetry and he was one of fucking those. Mm. He's the reason why I have a fucking Let It Be tattoo on my leg. Mm. And we wrote music together and we did mushrooms almost every single day and I loved him but he wouldn't allow anyone to know that I existed because I was a fat girl oh, so I was completely kept in the shadows so he left me under the guise of like you want a family you want this whole life you know this uh, I just feel like you want so much more than me I'm you're so much better than I am and I was like yeah, no, you're right, but you're so much better than I am. I don't know why you're leaving me. And then I looked on Facebook about six months later. He had knocked up the girl that was selling us mushrooms <laughs> the entire fucking time because he was banging this hot fucking girl. Now he's got fucking two kids with her, and he's fucking sucking goddamn Jacksonville, Florida. You go fuck yourself, you goddamn <laughs> poet. You fucker. I hate him so much. Still to this day, I hate him. Yeah. Fuck that guy. He sounds like a weak, weak man. God, he was beautiful. 
Of course. Weak men are beautiful. Or beautiful men are usually weak because they don't have to work for anything. Yeah, they never got their ass kicked. Yeah. Yes. You it's know. just like guys with big dicks are usually really smelly and nasty. You can always tell the guys who didn't get beat up enough in high school and middle school. It was yeah. him a thousand. I, looking back now, I wish I had beaten him up. You could have probably. A thousand percent. I'm pretty sure I know who you're talking about. Oh, you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I almost left Murder Fist for this guy. Oh, my, oh my God. God. <laughs> what a disaster that would have been. He's like, you don't need them. I was like, you're right. I just need to make music. God. And we need to trip every day. And you need to hold me. Oh, so you, many different life paths we could have had. Oh yeah. Oh my god. No, I like I literally was thinking about becoming a farmer. Yeah. Like it was like something I was like thinking about. I was like, well, you know, maybe I just go out there and farm for six months and then come back to New York and do comedy for six months. It was like something that was like on my radar, like as something I could possibly do. You could have had that life. What kind what would you farm? Like cattle or like wheat? Uh it would have been uh Wood. Hmm. No, it's it's a seed, a corn seed or something like that. Seed pods or pea pods. You, know. <laughs> you don't even, I would have figured it out. I would have gotten some kind of plot of land. I, mean, I would have had the no. I no. I would have just worked for her father. You know, and just like fucking like done what he told me to do and pick up weeds by hand out of the drive fucking tractors Your and shit. Your whole fucking life. I'm real happy that didn't happen. Her kids yeah. aren't that cute. It's fine. You know, but it's fine. And the uh, the uh, what you call it? The uh, it's just fine. Yeah. yeah, it's so much better that it didn't work out. Oh, absolutely. It didn't work out for a reason, which is uh, it's good. But, you know, at the same time, it still fucks with you. Like when you meet, I met the kid. Kid loved me, of course. You know, it's like smiling and shit. So fucking, I can't believe you met the kid. Like uh, that's still so crazy to me. Fuck, I, could ne- I could never do that. There's was, no way. It was at the wedding that I was marrying people. Uh. I was working as the minister at the wedding and she was also invited. And, you know, the kid came. You know, and I was just like, damn. Oof. Could have been yours, man. He dodged that bullet. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I definitely would have had to have had one by now. She mm-hmm. definitely, you mm-hmm. know, it was definitely something that was, uh, you know, wanted and needed. And, uh, you know, I wasn't ready. You know, and it comes down to it. I was fucking brokenhearted and all that shit. But, you know, she was definitely right. Like, at that point in my life, I would have fucking, I would have been caring about comedy. I don't want to, if a kid around, I would have been miserable. Yeah. I would have been a disaster human being. You know, now I'm with someone who's a comedian, understands exactly, you know, where I'm coming from, and it's such a better, uh, it's such a better situation. Yeah, the kid thing is always a very scary issue. I, two times in two different relationships, I could have, like, both men were like, why do you have dreams? Just, like, live with me and then have children with me. Two different times. God, I fucking wish. Who are those fucking men? <laughs> Sign me up. I'll do it. I want to be a housewife duty. I'm ready. Yeah, but no. they weren't happy men. They were yeah. like sort of miserable fucks. Which mm-hmm. housewife, if you want to be a housewife, good for you. That is a job. That's a commendable job. But don't do it if like the guy's kind of a miserable fuck. You know? Oh, yeah. I just want to do it so I can drink all day and be like, yeah, I'm watching the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just make some pot roast. Yeah, man. I love a pot roast. Hey, Sam, did you and Adam ever break up at any point? Um, we got close once. Yeah. Yeah, towards the beginning of our relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he, his ex, who that's a fun, crazy breakup story, but it's his, so I shouldn't tell it. Fair enough. Um, but his ex had some mental issues, and it was his ex from high school. They'd been together for years and years, and he still kind of felt. Like, he had to, like, help her out when she needed it. Yeah. And we were kind of getting serious, and I found out that he was, like, sending money to her, and I felt really uncomfortable. Of course. Yeah. 
Um, and so we talked about it, and he kind of didn't really lie, but didn't really tell the whole truth. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we almost broke up then. And Adam's the only man you've ever slept with, correct? Exactly. Yeah. Never, never oh, looked yeah. at another man. No, no, that's not true. Oh. <laughs> that's not true. My mom thinks that about me and Doug. She honestly thinks Doug is the only man I've ever slept with. I think my mom thinks that I'm still a virgin. I don't have children yet. I, we just haven't we just haven't gotten around to it. We we've been married four years, and we're just waiting until we're ready to have kids. It's so funny. My my mom found out that you know I was like you know wanted to have girls over and stuff like. that that she offered uh, her and her father sat me down like at like 17 they sat me down finally to talk about sex like have that conversation even though they kind of told me about it before and I was like like so are you having sex now and I was like yeah you know occasionally whenever it happens like they were they were gonna try and give me a condom allowance like they were like how much Ugh. money a week do you need for condoms and I was just like not that much I mean Gross. shit I was like I was like you want to give me extra money I'll take it but you know I don't know what you're thinking you don't need 20 on. bucks in condoms <laughs> I fucking wish I needed 20 bucks in condoms a week <laughs> I say, um, what do you say we uh, we take a moment and we listen to what our buddy uh, Cena John sent us? Yeah, let's bring that up. Uh, he, the first one he uh, he did uh, with the bad side of breakups, right? And then he and then he came at it again with the good side. Yeah. How long are these? Um, this is the dark breakups file, and it's five minutes and twenty six seconds long. We'll Ooh. probably cut it and like just talk. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. We'll 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 talk over Cena occasionally. Yeah. Okay. All right, so here it goes. Oh, but My name is Cena. I am a Pakistani. <laughs> I think he's Iranian. <laughs> hey, everybody, Cena here. Sorry, I couldn't be there in the studio. I'm up visiting my girlfriend in the Berkshires. Oh, um, fucker. And I uh, figured I'd send in a little bit about breakups because I think we've all had them. I know I've had a few. Um, but I think I'd st- I'll start with some of the darker sides of the breakups that I've had and kind of run those through. And then I'll get into the brighter side like of breakups. Arena. You know, I remember one of my earliest breakups, uh, you know, in middle school and stuff, was just on the phone. I remember I was dating a girl, Sarah Selvig, for four days in seventh grade, and she broke up with me over the phone and through a proxy. Remember when that was popular, when you could just tell someone else to break up with you? (laughs) I'm pretty sure I heard a story about Andy Dick having his assistant break up with his girlfriends that way, which I think is pretty um, terrible. Uh, anyways, I also remember in high school, uh, a buddy of mine, when I was trying to break up, break up with this girl, he said, do it at ice cream. Like, go to ice cream with her, <laughs> and that will be a way to, like, like cushion the blow. Uh, True. We went and got ice cream. It was one of those places that gives you a huge scoop of ice cream on a sugar cone. And... You know, we were in the front seat. We were just talking. She was like, la-di-da, loving my ice cream. And I was like, I think we should break up. And she just was furious. And she goes, you took me to ice cream? I was like, I thought it would. And then she just took the ice cream and just threw it out the window. What? She just drive me home. And I was like, oh, man, that was a rough one. Aww. So that was the ice cream breakup. That was a uh, try your best to make it an easy breakup. That was that was did not go very well. Uh, I've also had the fake breakup where a girl uh, was texting me. And she we were in some sort of weird texting argument. And she said, uh, well, I guess we shouldn't be together then. And I was like... Okay, that's fine. I guess that's it then. And then 
five minutes later, she's like, are you serious? That's it? That's it? That's it? I was like, would you just broke up with me? And I was like, you know, I thought that was interesting. Uh, that relationship did not <laughs> hold on, hold on, stop very long. So basically, Cena got a text. They were having joke fight breakup, and then he just believed her and was like, all right, well, we're broken up. Just kept moving on with his life. Kept oh going. I've had an ice cream breakup. You have? Have you guys had an ice cream breakup? No. Yeah. It's very weird that he said that I've totally had an ice cream breakup before. What happened? Because I don't know. I I guess I always thought it was because I was a fat girl. They're like, oh, I'll give her ice cream and I'm going to break no, up with her. girls like ice cream. I mean, I love fucking ice cream. What's well, the reason to break up with me? I want ice cream. I mean, it was great at the time. <laughs> but I eat a bunch of it but I also, five minutes later anyway. Yes. Just give me the ice cream now. I wouldn't throw it out the window, though. I'm going to eat the fucking ice cream. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I did. Is that he? We were in the car, which you know I've said this before. It was my, it was my second, my my second boyfriend, and we were in his Toyota Corolla, and he was uh, in the driver's seat. We were at the beach, and we just got an ice cream, and I was about to smoke a joint, and he's like, "I can't be with you anymore because I'm gay," and I looked at him, I was like, "You fucker," and I took, <laughs> and I was like, "All right." Well, I figured that because you can't get hard for me. And I got out of the Toyota Corolla on the beach. Like, you can't just walk home. I was like, I'm gonna. And then I took my ice cream. I fucking lit up that goddamn joint. Took the entire thing to the face as I walked down the causeway back to my fucking house. <laughs> I mean, that's that some rock star shit. That sounds oh, yeah. awful, but terrible. Terrible, wonderful. but wonderful at yeah. the same oh, time. Oh, it was the best walk yeah. I think I've ever had. Because yeah. also I was like, well, at least it wasn't fucking me that I couldn't get him fucking hard. I could never get him to finish. So I'm like, oh, well, he, at least he was gay. But I had to have that whole revelation on the walk. Mm. We did the thing where we fucking, I, I lived with her for a month afterwards. And like I was like, oh, sleeping on that. the couch and shit. Some of the best sex we ever had, though, by the way. Half, yes. You know, which was very odd. You know, but uh, the... Uh, but when she moved out, I was just like, I just went. No, it was a call. That, that's when I spent the money. I just called anyone I knew who sold drugs, and I was like, What do you got? <laughs> What's gimme, it? gimme, 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 Let's gimme. Fucking party. And it's the time like, to experiment. Oh yeah, it's time to have fun. Let's hear what Cena's doing. I've also done the fizzle out, and I'm sure you guys have probably oh, tried yeah. the fizzle mm-hmm. out too. Uh, where maybe you're like going out of town or graduating or something like that, and then all of a sudden you're like, All right, uh, why don't I? Uh, why don't we just ride this out? I'm not going to say anything about the breakup, but it's just going to be implied since I'm going to the other side of the country. Uh, let me just give a piece of advice to everybody. Uh, that doesn't work at all. Uh, that it's also true. fails miserably. I tried that a couple times. And then the girls are just like, hey, aren't we still in a relationship? And you're like, oh, man, like... You didn't get my subtle implication I've been of me not saying we're breaking up. And then when you do say let's break up, then they call you a coward and a wuss and and are. terrible things. And you know what? <laughs> They're all right. So that was a, the fizzle out breakup. I've also had the drug field breakup where one or both parties are high on all kinds of drugs. Yeah. And then you're just like, that's it. We're just going to call it. 
uh, I can't handle this anymore. Those are kind of tough because then you regret everything you said. You're also like, man, I had like all kinds of drugs in my body at that time. And now that I'm sober, I realize maybe I've made a mistake or maybe, you know, I shouldn't have said all those mean things about how you'll never be able to have a child. That That's something I don't recommend either. Uh, breakups can be really terrible. Um, <laughs> ooh, here's my favorite breakup story. Uh, there was a, a buddy of mine who was uh, killed in an accident. We were having a, a dinner for him in his honor at college up in the Bronx. And at this dinner, I brought a date because uh, we were all up there and she wanted to go up. And, you know, she turned out to just get really drunk at this dinner and proceeded to say such terrible things about the friend who passed away. Uh, she was belligerent oh. and terrible. And then she went off, and uh, I don't know where she slept that night, but the next morning we met at my car in the Bronx, and we both lived in Brooklyn. And she was just like, yeah, I just, you know, I was just like kind of drunk last night. I was like, do you don't understand? You were, you were, you know, yelling about a dead guy. Straight up evil. You know, you were, you were murdering him again and again. And uh, and so I did not give her a ride home from the Bronx. <laughs> so I just kind of left. Good her in the for Bronx. you, baby. Good. I think uh, that's I a mean here. thing to do, but I also was very upset. I'd like to hear what you guys have to say about that. <laughs> um, so I think that covers all my terrible breakups. Uh, See, that was like a, a solid five minutes of, uh, of of breakups. So guy. I'll stop it now, and you guys can make fun of me or, or something. Or or probably what you should do is say, "Wow." What a wise man Cena is. You go fuck uh, yourself. That's something I recommend you do. <laughs> All right, I'll come back, and then I'll do the brighter. <laughs> <laughs> that's an amazing story about uh, leaving that, that chick. Yeah, she does not deserve a ride home. Never date someone that can't hold their liquor. What are some good breakups that you've heard? I remember one, because um, that's really good. I like someone when you just are like, no, nah, it's done, because you suck. You know, Because you're the great. worst. yeah, yeah. The uh, my favorite is when uh, John Moreno. I'm sure everyone's heard this story. When uh, he was dating this uh, young lady, and he brought her to a bar for her birthday, and uh, Moby walked in, and she walked out with him, and then left Moreno Ew, at the Moby. bar while she went and fucked Moby. And she was so excited to fuck Moby that she forgot her purse. And so John's sitting there at the bar, wondering where his girlfriend is. After an hour, he kind of realizes that she left with Moby, and he's got her purse there. So he just closes out the tab with her money, and then takes a cab home with her money in the purse. And then when she met up with him, she's like, "He's like, yeah, I uh, used your money for all that." And so here's your purse, and have a nice day. I had one of those against me because I was a piece of shit. I wrote a pros and cons list about the guy and he found it and then was just That's like, not a piece of shit yeah. move. I mean, you got to write the pros and cons You list. shouldn't yeah. write it out. The, I mean, not for somebody it. else to see it. And I just left it Not on that you're computer. a piece of shit Do you think you kind of left it there because you wanted them to find I it? I think subconsciously I did. Yeah. Yeah, and then we had a whole fight. I was, like, in the shower and naked, and I ran out, and he was like, you need to watch what you put on the on, like, out for people to read. And I was like, oh, fuck, he read it. And then we had a fight in the hallway, and I was, like, naked and dripping wet. And I was just like, come, just come back to me. And he left. And he walked in the snowstorm. Whoa! Yeah, that was the guy I was. What were some have. of the pros and cons? Oh, oh my god! I called as a con. I called him a doormat. And, oh! Uh, I know. And on Tumblr that night, he kept posting pictures of doormats. Oh no! <laughs> that sucks. 
Why did he did he just not want to do it? Uh, talk to us on the show, or was it? A- no, he he was getting back in town tonight. We're actually pretty cool right now. Yeah, uh, but it was like a few months there. I was like, I am a fucking horrible person. That is one thing I'll say. After all this time, pretty much every chick I've ever slept with, we have a good relationship. Yeah, like I have a decent relationship with all of them, which is a uh, which is nice. I appreciate that. Good for you. Yeah, they uh. There's no one that I like straight up don't like. I've like gone out to like lunch with them and stuff, whatever. Yeah, I'd say there's one guy I'm not really into, and it's not like I hate him. He's just super thinks so highly of himself. He's like an attractive guy from um. I know I keep saying Connecticut, but it's where's Sarah Silverman from? I don't know. Where's that place? It's not like fancy. Rhode place. Island. It's not like it's not like fancy. Massachusetts. White person. Place. Vermont. One of those. Yeah. <laughs> New York City. And One of those. Like an attractive dude who's like mediocre, but he th- just thinks he's amazing. And I'm just like, I just don't want anything to do with you. I'll still be nice to you, but whatever. Yeah. I had a guy say, um, "I love you" after a month. Oof. And I couldn't take it i was like no no, i i don't love you back i wasn't gonna lie about it i totally i was more just you know whatever and we were out uh, in public at a bar and he just burst into tears and he kept screaming kiss me one more time Kiss me one oh, more Jesus time. Jesus Christ. And I Man, just I mean, Lord knows the things I've said all pissed off and crazy. But in public, and yeah. he just like he just kept saying, and, and he had this tattoo on his chest that so I kept. Kiss me one more uh, time. But it didn't say kiss me one more time. It had, it, he had like this big eagle on his chest. And I'd always said that like I thought that the tattoo was really sexy because it was really sexy. And he just like opened up his shirt. And he's like, you can't say no to this. You can't say no to this. This, and I was like, I can totally say no to this. I have to go. And he like wouldn't let me go. He just like oh, grabbed man. onto me. He was like, kiss me. Kiss me and you'll feel the chemistry we have. Oh. No, I won't. I'm not going to feel it. I'm not going to feel the chemistry we have. I have to leave. Man, so I think I did bad breaking up one time, and I want to get your girl's opinion on this. Ooh, okay. Uh, all right, so uh, I dated this person for a year. We weren't really close. We were at a point where we were barely having sex and whatnot. And... Uh, you know, and I was out of town for an extended period of time doing uh, doing some work. And when I, I knew that while I was gone, I wanted to break up with her. But I didn't want to do it over the phone, you know. But I also knew that that was like a month and a half away. So I said, fuck it. I'm just going to ride this out. And then when I get back, I'm going to do it face-to-face like a man. But I don't know if that was the right decision or the wrong decision. Did I waste a bunch of her time? You know, but then I also, when I came back, it was a week after Valentine's Day. And I was like, what am I, am I, I'm like, do I not send her flowers? Do I send her flowers? Because she was so nice, you know, it wasn't like, so I sent flowers, Mm -hmm. you know, with with no note. I just sent flowers, you know, just to like kind of be like, "Ah, I don't know what I should do or not, you know, so I just did it, you know, just to like, you know, because she, you know, it was nice. She's a good person. It was a good person. It was Valentine's Day. So I sent the flowers. And then when I came back, the moment I came back, she had like gifts for me and shit. And then I was just like, fuck, I got to do this right now. And I, we just went on a walk, and I did it. Like at the moment I got back, and I don't know if that was uh, the right move or the wrong move. No, it's the right. There's never a right time to break up with somebody. There's yeah. never a yeah, correct no, time. There's never a convenient time for somebody to break up with you. I think I'd almost though rather have been broken up with on the phone. To be honest, personally, yeah. I would rather be like, don't. I want to know immediately. You don't want to be with me anymore. Tell me right now. Yeah. However, I do know the situation you were in. I am also a very different person. 
I'm a horrible maniac bitch. So I want to know, and I make it very clear, that I want to be told fucking up front how yeah. you feel about something. I definitely pussyfooted around for way too long. The situation you were in, I feel that it made the most sense. Yeah? Yes. All right. A thousand percent. Yeah, it's hard when they're like a nice person. When they're a nice person. I wish that she was a If cunt. she was a bitch doing it over the phone, I would have had fun it. doing it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but when they are a nice person, because I don't I don't even want to say the the phrase pussyfooting, is that you want to give them the respect that they give you. When you are breaking up with a nice person, it's a really difficult fucking thing to do. It's so much harder than breaking up with a piece of garbage. Yeah. Well, and I think the fact that you're lamenting over it shows what a good person you are and that your intentions were in the right place. So I think regardless of whether you'd broken up with her over the phone or in person, you were doing the right thing because yeah. you, you put thought into it and it was probably right for her. Hilarious though that Cena brought up the whole like back in the day when someone would break up with someone like for you. Oh yeah, yeah, when you're kids. Oh my god. Tell Jimmy I don't like him. I don't anymore. like him anymore. I don't want to <laughs> see him ever again. See, I had which I mean, I never had a boyfriend in middle school. Yeah. I had like fuck gay buddies in in high school, men and women, but I never really had like a boyfriend boyfriend. So you didn't fuck a straight man till college? Yes. <laughs> a thousand percent yes. A thousand percent yes. It's like a rite of passage for a woman to fall in to love with a To fuck a straight man? Or to fuck oh. with a gay man. <laughs> Both. Yeah. I had way too many uh, rites of passage, I guess. I really, really liked gay men a lot. Rites of passage was what Jackie was calling her vagina. My, yeah, it's like <laughs> the, stra- the Straits of Gibraltar. <laughs> it's like the gay litmus test you don't know until you stick it in Jackie Zabrowski whether or not you're gay. Oh, no, I'm 1,000% gay. Because I get it hard. I was in love with a gay man in college. We even took a bath together one night under a full moon. And, and you guys, was, what did you guys, you guys sang show tunes? Yeah, we sang show tunes together, and I felt his soft penis on my butt. And I was like, what if I wiggled my butt a little bit? Would it get hard? And then I was like, it's my fault his dick isn't hard. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, no, I'm the problem. I can't get this gay boyfriend hard. Yeah. <laughs> I think, were you allowed to date when you were a kid? I was never allowed to date. Also, it's super weird. I was too fat. They didn't give a fuck. They yeah. knew no one was interested in me. Oh. But, then, <laughs> but when you sort of don't date in like middle school, high school time, then you kind of get out in the world and you're like, what is this? And you have all these crazy relationships. That's why I had such a weird time in high school. Is like it was so drug fueled. And like I had my all my drug crazy friends that it's like, well, no one's interested in us. So why don't we just like do a bunch of ecstasy and fuck each other? Perfect. Which is what we did essentially so you know no rules just right just like Outback Steakhouse <laughs> when I broke up with my high school girlfriend in between uh, college and high school uh, that summer uh, her father actually called me to try to like she's like listen you need to work it out you're the, you're the best one <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> oh, you're a good you man love, Eddie. yeah you love me so much and I was just like I was like I'm sorry you're, he's like I know she's crazy like that's like literally he was like rationalizing he just wanted me. you as a son-in-law <laughs> like the worst possible way but then I had the opposite where I had a good friend that was dating this like like he was kind of like a dumpy dude, and he was dating this, like, really hot, 
blonde it socialite girl Mm -hmm. and she liked him for him and the family made her break up with him because he wasn't attractive enough he wasn't what they wanted for her and she basically had to go to him be like i really want to date you it was like a romeo and juliet situation like i want to date you but you're not attractive enough for my family. Whoa, she said that to him? Oh, yeah, oh. straight up. Because she wanted Damn. to be with him. I but bet also that haunts him to this day. Has to. Has to. And it's just like, I just remember thinking that where it's like, man, there's nothing you can fucking do about that. It has nothing to do with money. It has nothing, it's like, he had money, and it wasn't that. It was just he wasn't hot enough to be with their daughter. Oh, I remember wow. my first girlfriend, Dorothy Gordon. She was wonderful. Uh, we uh, we decided after we made out, like I remember, we first time we made out, and just be like, "You want to be my girlfriend?" And she's like, "Yeah," you know. <laughs> it was like one of those situations, and so uh, you know, I'm like 15, you know. It's a, uh, but her father, she was adopted, and her father black. Uh, no, 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 oh. no, no. She was a white girl, uh, very pasty, uh, and then uh, she, uh, her, fa- her adopted father, hated me for no reason. He just like just like I don't want my daughter hanging out with younger men. Called my house, fucking yelled at my dad and shit. My dad yelled at him. You know, he's like, I don't want her. You know, and I was just like, you know, I was a normal dude. Maybe it's because I was on the football team, whatever. I don't know. But that's sexy. I've seen Friday Night Lights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, but we were great. But he was so. We dated for a couple months, but he was such a lunatic. I eventually, I was like, you know what? This is just too much work. You know, I can't even. I'm not allowed to see you ever. You know, like, this is nuts. You know, so I eventually broke it off with her. The hook to the whole situation, the guy, the adopted dad, he wrote the Miami Dolphins theme song. Are you kidding <laughs> yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did so you it cry? Like, so it like broke my heart because <laughs> it's just like I had season tickets of the Dolphins are my favorite thing in the world. You know, it's just like oh my the guy God. who wrote the theme song hates me so much that he won't let me near his like a block away. Like, he doesn't like want me a block away. One time, though, when I was trying to call her, just like to talk to her on the phone, I pretended to be her English friend, and I like did a really bad job at it and got caught. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yes, this this is Faith. No, that is, <laughs> that's bad. That's a bad accent. <laughs> Have you guys ever dated someone, though, because of their family? I've definitely no. dated a guy because I liked his family so really? much. Yeah. Mm. I, I His family was amazing. He Explain. was kind of... He was a loser. Um kind of smelled and like had a bunch of pimples you know it was like one of those and i was like oh maybe he's gay so i'm gonna follow this up (laughs) and he wasn't gay but he was just like kind of like he was a mouth breather and just wanted to touch on my titties but the thing (laughs) was is that his older brother was hot as fuck and his parents were really really awesome and they had this huge house that they were never there. They were always Drunk, working. Drunk, rich people. Yes. And he was just too much of a loser to really, like... I, I don't want to say loser. He was a good person. <laughs> and he wasn't a drunk he was a square. like me. He was a square. Yeah. And I kind of used him for his house... And his family. And his fucking hot as shit brother... To invite a bunch of people over and we would do a bunch of drugs over there. That sounds like fun. But yeah. he left me because I uh, did drugs? Uh no, because I wouldn't fuck him. Oh. Only guy I wouldn't fuck. That's I have crazy. to say hands down. Only guy ever. You must have been dated. horrible because I mean you Man, you fucked some nightmares. I opened it up. 
But back then, <laughs> it was more about having a good time. But who I really wanted to fuck was his older brother, but I was so fat and so disgusting yeah. that his older brother wanted nothing to do with me. However, I did buy him drugs, so he would kind of kiss me every once in a while, his older brother. Oh, nice. I was with a guy for a long time that I hated, who was a horrible person, but he had a huge cock. And, uh, and you just kind of wrote it out? Yeah, it Literally like, and figuratively? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just kind of stuck with him. I never met his family, of course, because he was, like, pretty horrible. Uh, you know, he would even, like, sort of insult me and just be like, yeah, you're not that smart. You how know? long were you Ugh. with him? Yeah, maybe, like, six months, not that Damn, long. Damn, how old were you? 24 Yeah, yeah, that's when you're about making your bad decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he had a huge fucking dick, so what was I going to do? What could I do? <laughs> All right, what do you say we take this back to Cena and see what he says about the brighter side of these of these uh, fucking... Diffy Dorf situations. Oh, and P.S. The guy with the big dick, he ended up dating Alana Glazer for six months, and then uh, he broke up with her and broke her heart. Uh, All right, everyone, Cena here again. Uh, surprise, surprise, I'm back with a brighter side of breakups. Uh, man, those dark ones uh, made me feel a little strange, and I feel like I may have said too much, but hey, <laughs> it's a podcast. I also feel uh, that way. <laughs> we all do. Uh, so here we go. Brighter side. I think one of the greatest things about breakups. Right, is that you really get to learn a lot about yourself. And you lose weight. What is it that you don't yeah. want, especially, right? Do you do you want a drug addict? Do you want someone that screams at you? Do you want someone that makes you feel terrible when you want to have sex with them all the time? You know, do you feel like a sleaze bag? You know, you don't want to feel those things. But those are things that you have to learn from being in the relationship in the first place. And I think that's one of the big kind of takeaways from this that I'm realizing is that you can't be a afraid to enter into the relationship just because there's going to be a breakup potentially, right? Breakups are really bad and terrible, but they can they can teach you so much. Like I I'm I'm so happy in my current relationship only because I've been through hell so many times in my other relationships. Amen. You can only mm-hmm. get through and break on through until you really experience what the devil says from the snake's mouth. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Well, besides the great stories and that it just makes you stronger when you go through these things, you know, I think the big thing for me is, you know, one of my best friends in my entire life now is an ex-girlfriend. And for me, her name's Libby, and we were, I was going to try to interview her today. Uh, but she is actually in uh, Central Europe with her current boyfriend, who's a coffee sommelier or something like that, <laughs> uh, which is pretty hilarious. Uh, but he's a sweet guy, treats her well. I like to um, surf. But, you know, we've been friends and for over 10 years. And something like that means, you know, when you could go through a breakup and then actually be friends with that person again, that's one of the strongest friendships you could possibly have. Not only have you seen each other naked, not only have you peed in the same toilet together, but you fought, you've sworn at each other, you've hated each other, and now you've managed to bring it back. And nothing is stronger than that, that kind of a bond. And, man, I tell you, the things I've been through with women, it it is uh, nothing short of a miracle that I'm in the place that I'm in now. And I'm I'm very happy about it. Uh, I'm rambling now. I'm going to go and uh, guzzle some beers and try to catch up (laughs) to all the beers that you guys are drinking over at the brighter side. Oh, and Jackie, uh, I'm sure you're putting me to shame with how terrible your breakups are. All right. All right, guys. <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Bye. Oh, bye, 
I seen him. Because that's the worst part is that like all of my breakups, I never made a friend out of any of my breakups. None of them? No. It's weird. One of my breakups actually gave a bunch of money to our Murder Fist Kickstarter. Eight chicks I banged gave money to the Murder Fist. $300? <laughs> was it $300? That's right. I think I got 300 collectively. It was this one guy. <laughs> I have not talked to him in a really long time. And it's something I was like, I immediately I was like, I should probably message him. And then I never did. Why not? Horrified to do it. You should just do it anyway. It's nice. Yeah. Well, it's been a year now, so it might be a little bit longer. But I feel like I do win overall for having the breakup that we actually got back together, did which you is say almost something? unheard of. Did you say the thank you, though, on uh, when we did our thank yous for whatchamacallit? Yes, on round table? I did. I did. Was that nice? I don't remember. I don't think he listens to any of this. A yeah. thousand percent he does not. Then why did he give 300 because he's really rich. Was he nice? And man, oh, he's yeah. He was my best friend for a really long time. My homosexual best friend oh. that I lost my virginity to. Oh, I mean, he's I was gay. You gotta call time. him. Oh yeah, no, no, no. let's he's hang just, out with him. No, no, he's a weird guy. Do you ever come with gay men? In the past? No, because they were never hard. But I also at the time it was like three gay boyfriends back to back when I first started dating, so I didn't really know. That's why I thought I was gay with women because I only came with women because they were the only ones that were fucking into it. Mm. You know, you got to. Fair enough. Well, you know, sometimes you know you just got to get better at sex or date people who are better at sex. To, you know, finally. I think that's the best part about breakups, though, is that how much you learn about what you do and do not like in sex. I think that is the like not the just number that, one just thing. A human being. As, you know, as, right. Well, you grow as a human being, but I'm saying that like something that I always gained was like I don't like that in sex. I do like this. I don't like that. You yeah. know, it's like I'm I'm not a huge fan of fist up to the elbow uh, inside of me. I know that yeah. for a fact. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Christ! Uh, <laughs> whole banana, right? And that's how you. Pull oh it. man, it hurts. Good Christ, Jackie. It wasn't on like a party boat, was it? No, no, no. It was on top of a piano. <laughs> Man, we were all young once. Damn. I mean, oh, yeah. That's exactly the day you turn old, too. Yeah, oh, immediately. And I was just like, oh, no, thank you. I'd rather not. Ages you on a piano. So you're singing the Browns? I felt like I was pretty woman at the start of it. And then by the end, I realized I was a piece of trash. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that scene in Pretty Woman? Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. As he like fucked remember. her slowly on the piano. Yeah. I don't really remember. It's a great movie. I don't care. I don't like uh, Richard Gere. No? Is it the hamster thing? No, I think it's just his face. Ugh. The hamster thing is kind of He's an officer and a gentleman. I don't know if that's true. The, uh, yeah, he might be. Who knows? Amber, you have any uh, brighter sides that you want to... Talk about for breakups, right. like things you've learned over the you know your checkered past. Yeah, I would say brighter sides of breakups are um, it teaches you to enjoy being single because then you find out who you are, what's going on. And I was single as fuck for a long time. I was having a great time. Yeah, enjoy being single, and then that way, so you can develop who you are, and then you find someone else that enjoys your spirit song or whatever and then slowly but surely like you will find a way to be a partner with somebody i think that's the brighter side of breakups a thousand percent yeah man i don't know i really yeah i agree completely i i 
rediscovered, you know, like the person I was before the breakup. That was one of the things I did to kind of help me through my nasty breakup, the one that got me depressed. Mm. You know, when uh, the things I did, I was like, all right, you don't like Chinese food? I'm ordering a bunch of Chinese food. You know, like you, you know, all these years, you know, like who was I before? I was like, I went out and bought Skinnerd CDs and I was like, I'm going to start listening to more Skinnerd. And it's like, fuck all this, you know. I don't know. You remember what the Adi DeFranco horrible shit, you know, we're going to, you know, I'm going to jam out to the shit that I used to jam out to. And I rediscovered the person who I was and, you know, I got rid of the things that conformed, you know, I went and got the office job and I quit the office job and I went back to the kitchen. I was so much happier and I ended up making more money at the kitchen, you know, because I got good at it because I was happy to do it, you know, rather than being forced to work in an office, you know, and so it was, it was a breath of fresh air, you know, when it, when it all came down to it, you know, sure. I was sad because that, you know, familiar feeling that I had all those times, you know, laying in bed next to somebody was gone. But at the same time, you know, I got to do all the things that, I uh I did before you know the things I had to change I you know watched more horror movies again and shit like that you know and it was a lot of fun. But that's what's interesting of learning from a breakup is that you learn all those things in the interim. But what's the most important is bringing what you learned into the next relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And no matter what, where it is things like that where I remember thinking like where Doug hates mushrooms and I would just like cook mushrooms and everything because I fucking love mushrooms and I know this sounds like such a trivial aspect of it but now after we got back together I was like I like mushrooms and I'm going to cook mushrooms and if you don't like them don't eat them and that's what like such a trivial matter but that regains a sense of self no he doesn't eat them he picks them out Fair enough. That's and a shame. The, uh, well, he just doesn't fucking like them, but I like them. Yeah. But I yeah. think that that is an important thing to learn from a breakup where it's like, no, I am who I am. And just because you are the way you are doesn't mean I need to acquiesce. Not that I'm going to force you to do things that you don't like to do, but I'm still going to maintain myself, my sense of self, no matter who you are. Yeah. Right. And another thing to remember is if it's someone that uh, you actually did care about and they weren't a beast to you and you guys broke up because of whatever circumstance, you know, to be honest, I I talked to her yesterday. We had a, like 40 minute long conversation and it was just so pleasant and just, you know, peaceful and calm. It's just like, cause you remember it's like, you know, I do like this person. A I lot. loved you. It's like you a know? comfortable it's couch. Like you're a really good person, you know, and it's like, yeah, we had this incident but, you know, at the same time, it's just like we care about each other. Yeah. And remember that you do care about these that person. And uh, maybe the memory of them hurts a little bit, but it also feels good to kind of, you know, just talk to them and, you know, be peaceful with them. And even friends, too, at the same time. Like sometimes you have to break up with your friends. You yeah. know, and I remember there's uh, people that I were closer to in the past. And I came to this realization uh, when I was on drugs one time. It was a very positive drugs experience. And I saw a picture of someone that I had a you know a big fight with you know a friend and i looked at the picture and it's like them with their hand on my shoulder and i remember thinking man i really love them and you know at the time that picture was taken you know and that's the memory that i try and keep not the fucking grudge you know you keep you know i mean obviously i don't you know i wouldn't pick up the phone you know but uh but you know if they call but you know that's you know it's good to keep the happy memory the good memory because that way you know you can you know what their good prop their their good signs are and their good their bad signs are. Yeah, and also like the the burning love you had for someone will eventually fade. Yeah. I remember having a conversation with a guy I used to date, and I used to be madly in love with him, and we broke up. And a year later, we started talking, and 
it was weird just looking at someone in the eyes and just talking to them about like how's your life and I was think I think like I used to love you I used to want to give up my life for you no more never yeah. didn't think that anymore so weird it's a really it's a it's a crazy thing yeah that happened to you Jax I guess that's what I, I let's be real honest here I it, it scares me that I don't have that yeah. Because the only man I ever really felt that way about, I got back together with. Yeah. Over time, over, you know, over, of, of taking it slowly. Mm-hmm. But I can't even imagine not having him, like, like, after that breakup, I don't know if we would ever have been, okay, we would have had to have been because we have a lot of the same friends. Yeah. And I know that we would have figured it out, but for me, I'm just such an over-emotional person that I don't know if I'd ever have that rationality. And it scares me to think that I've never actually had it before. Because most of the people I know that I've either completely separated from my life or I hate. <laughs> yeah. that, I, that I felt that way about. Well, the guy who sent us $300, you know, if you found out he had a great life and a gay husband, wouldn't that just make you feel real, real A thousand happy? percent. I love him. I still love him. Yeah. But... We also don't talk. I know, but you know the you know I also don't you know I talk to this to my my ex like once a year maybe right. you know so it's you know but I'm very happy that she's happy and exactly she has what she wants and I think that's wonderful you know and it, I'm not just saying that because there's a microphone in front of my face no I know it's that like you actually a, feel that it's way it's like a real feeling you know so it's it's important to you know get past your own petty emotions which you know over time you realize that they are you know and that you, you and the past is such a terrible demon yeah exactly. <laughs> you know yeah. there's no reason to hate you know the people you used to be with because even if they did do something shitty to you you did love them at one time and you did care about them at one time so it's uh, it's good to keep the good memories yeah just take a break however long you need just realize your feelings and emotions will pass and then one day you'll just look at them with uh, friend eyes yeah you know, and I have that with uh, a couple people right now. Some of my uh, best friends are just people, you know, I've either, you know, slept with in the past in a, in a passing fling or, you know, actually dated for, you know, a couple of months, you know, but it's, you know, it's good to keep. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I think that is the brighter side that, you know, no matter what, you know, it just works out. And now that I, I think all of us, you know, have had breakups, you know, we all are, have someone that we do care about. You know, we are fortunate, you know, if some people it's harder to find someone else, but we all, you know, after our breakups, we've, you know, we, each of us, you know, we're, we're good to go. We're set right now. And that's pretty fucking cool. Cena included. Yeah. yeah no matter what happens in a relationship, you get past it. Yeah. You're you always past do. It. And it's, it's weird. Cause like even talking about it tonight, when I told, I was told that the topics was breakups, I, I immediately just had like flash, flash, flash of all these breakups that I haven't thought about. In ten years, easily. Yeah, but it's it's it's, it's a part of life. To bring it's it a natural up. part That's of life. It. And That's what that, we're doing, man. At that time when they're breaking up, you that was the worst. Point you want to be life. dead. I slept in a bed by myself and like day and night for like four months. It was like the first month I partied. The second month I partied hard because I was sad, and then the third month I just went to sleep and fucking you know. I, and I stayed and I, and I just in. stayed there for two months. 
fucking lost all kinds of weight. So enjoy that part of it. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the, the thing. Side. You <laughs> always you lose weight. Fucking party like an animal for a month or two, and then you lose a bunch of weight, even if you're just eating ice cream. Yeah. You know, I have asked Doug to leave me just so I could drop the weight. <laughs> uh, I should ask Adam. We should propose a trial separation. Two months. Just two months. Two months. Let me get back, you know. Let me Don't tell me it's just going to be two months so I can really wallow in it and yeah. lose all the weight. But yeah, yeah, yeah. God, now that's a fucking diet plan I can get behind. Have your significant other just up and leave you for no fucking reason and come back to you two months later. Yeah, yeah. you just have to like sign a contract before that you know this is going to happen, kind of. Yeah. You don't know if it's the real one. You just don't know when. Not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might happen. It might not happen. You don't You don't really know if it's real or not. Because mm-hmm. you have to be able to trick yourself <laughs> into thinking that you're never going to see this person again. That's when you hit the real like depths of despair is when you realize, oh, we're never getting back together. Especially when your significant other is one of your best friends. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, well, who am I going to talk to? Oh, yeah. yeah. Who do I talk to now? Yeah. That's always a You find thing. other friends. You always yeah. fucking do, man. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. You, there's definitely other people in your life. You're deluding yourself into thinking that there are no other people in your life that will talk to you and listen to you when you're going are. through that. But there definitely are. All right, guys. All right. Well, this has I'm been gonna, a, pretty yeah, informative. Let's call it. Yeah. Calling it? Let's We're break up it. with this episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh Fuck my god! This I'm, I'm never sorry, see episode. You again. <laughs> I really liked you while you were around, but I'm, I'm just over not you attracted now. Attracted to you anymore? <laughs> All right, guys. This has been the brighter side. Ahmed Larson at Eddie Tunes underscore Amber Nelson at Amber Smelson. Jackie Zabrowski at Jack the Worm. Uh, come see uh, Too Fat on August sixth. And uh, join the Facebook page. Rate us on uh, iTunes if you got some free time. We really appreciate it. We want to get some better. We want to get some more listeners, not better, because you guys are fucking amazing. And also, if you have any music, I have to go back to uh, using uh, unlicensed music. I got, you know, I got in trouble for playing Eric Clapton songs and stuff. So, uh, if you guys have some that you want to send to me, I'd really appreciate it to listen to some stuff, some unlicensed shit, your shit. And uh, maybe we'll put it on the show. And uh, speaking of unlicensed music, we have the Cowmen coming back us off their album. And you can buy that at the Cowmen's website or on, was it SoundCloud or? You can get it on iTunes. Um, that's also streaming on Spotify. Yeah. That's on, and when are they going to Rhapsody ever? I don't fucking know. Hopefully soon. But they're fucking that's amazing. Because that's what I use. They are amazing. And if you're in New York, see them. And we're going to play a song called Ghost. Uh, the ghost that haunts me. It is uh, Holden wrote it about his breakup with his lady for uh, oh three yeah years. man yikes. So uh, enjoy it. Uh, let's keep it going the whole time if you don't mind, Sam. Let people ride this out and uh, enjoy your life, guys. You deserve it. And uh, I'll let you listen to Holden because Lord knows that's impossible to anything else.
see her when I look up at the moon And I see her in a cancer buzz too And I see her in a Satan's old saloon Yeah, see her in goddamn life, I'm telling you Cause she's the ghost that I'm She's the ghost that like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com.